0: Podcasting from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence 2.1. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch Han. Ah,
1: oh Hello. My name is Brandon Gooch Han, and welcome to Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the Vegas Video Network. You want to be a part of the show? Very simple, we got an email set up for you, awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. We also have a phone number, 866-966-4599, 4599 We also have live chat. Let's just say you want to be smack dab in the middle of the show, you want to be a part of the show, you want to ask a question, I'll answer it live right here on the interweb vegasvideonetwork.com/live and let's just say you missed the show. Don't worry about it, Angel. Don't worry about it. We got your plan B. We'll be showing replays on vegasvideonetwork.com, Roku, iTunes and YouTube. That was a mouthful, but I think I sold it perfectly. So, without any further ado, I think it's time for the seamless segue to camera number 2. Oh, damn. Damn. That was good. Thank you. Well, I don't want to brag. So let's do the news. According to researchers, alcohol-related crashes thanks to alcohol. More, less people that have Canadian driver's licenses are involved with those kind of crashes as opposed to people with U.S. and Mexican driver's licenses. And in related news, Mexicans have driver's licenses. And Jaleel White commonly referred to as Urkel from the hit TV show Family Matters, is upset at Hollywood because nobody will give him a chance to display his skills. He says he's a versatile actor. And we tried to get Horseshack, Skippy, Balky, and Screech to comment, but nobody could cover their shifts at McDonald's, Burger King, McDonald's, not Mur- McDonald's, Arby's, and Pizza Hut. Too many fast food, well, Screech is working two jobs. <laughs> And Shia LaBeouf, or Shia LaBeouf, or LaBeouf, I'm not exactly sure how you say his name, but he's a big-time Hollywood actor, and he's in the news because a video has surfaced of him actually getting beaten down in front of a Vancouver nightclub. We got a picture of that? Somebody did not like Eagle Eye. Yikes. You know what's sad about that? Is that is not the first bar fight that Shia has lost. I think we actually have a picture of the guy who kicked his ass the last time. Glass Joe, bitches. I actually lost the glass, Joe, when I was six. And a Las Vegas man by the name of Wesley Warren Jr. is making headlines thanks to his 100-pound scrotum. His 100-pound scrotum. Let me say it again, because it needs to sink in. A 100-pound scrotum. He's decided to come forward with this story because, well, the surgery is going to cost him about a million dollars, and his Medicaid will not cover it. And he's hoping that somebody might be able to help him out. Well, good news for you, Wesley, because your buddy, Gooch, is here for you. No, I'm not going to pay for your surgery. That's stupid. Uh, I actually am here to give you some advice, because the solution of your problem is hanging right there on that billboard between your legs. Have you ever thought about selling advertising space on that massive beanbag? I got it. Show a picture. Here we go. <laughs> Let's make some money. You'll be rolling it. You'll be rich, I tells you rich. All right. And down at Fremont Street, I guess they're doing a zombie walk down there. And who better to cover the action than our very own ghoul on the scene, Courtney Leone. Hey, Court.
2: Hi, Peggy. Ghoul on the scene, Gooch. You're a douchebag. Well, I was just thinking
1: that, you know, it was Halloween and you were all dressed up. I'm not know.
2: dressed up like I'm going to a job interview or anything. I'm dressed up like a zombie for the zombie walk. <laughs> Pull your head out of your ass.
1: Well, I was just thinking that there's, how much work really goes into being a zombie?
2: Uh, there's layers to my character. I'm a method actor.
1: Are there layers to a zombie?
2: Uh, yeah, but you should probably call us an animated corpse.
1: What, thanks to like witchcraft or something?
2: No, stupid magic isn't real. It's an infection, you know, like AIDS, except a condom won't protect you.
1: So are you going to wear a dental dam for the rest of the people? I mean, that would come in handy for us.
2: Yeah, cute. You know, because zombies, they're really considerate. It's like, oh, hello, ma'am. Mind if I chew on your face for a little bit and give you a horrible infection? No, that's all right, then. Good morrow. Pull your head out of your ass, gooch. I'm a zombie. I'm walking with them, and we're here to fuck shit up.
1: And how, how <laughs> Zorby? And how, Zombie Courtney? How do you plan on fucking shit up?
2: I'm going to do what zombies do. You know, I'm going to drink till I can no longer speak, then I'm going to moan and walk around aimlessly, bump into other zombies, maybe bump into a hot one, have a crazy night of passionate sex with another member of the undead army because he tore his t-shirt in just a way where he had a perfect bite mark on his six-pack.
1: And what about tomorrow?
2: Well, if everything goes according to plan, I'm going to take the Plan B pill because zombie Courtney's not responsible enough to raise a zombie baby. (laughs) Then I'll go back to my regular day job.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Courtney Leone, everyone.
2: I've been on Fremont Street since like 8 o'clock in the morning, and there's nobody here. This is kind of (laughs) ridiculous. What? What's going on? It's (laughs) starting!
1: Courtney is now a crackhead. (laughs) Let's pass the mic. That went swimmingly! (laughs) Pass the mic. This is the part of the show where you, the viewer, get to ask me the host a question through email, awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. So what's up, Scott?
0: Uh, (laughs) Well, we have two questions for you, Gooch. First one is from Mark. Mark wants to know, uh, do you have a cutoff time regarding your level of success as a comedian?
1: Are you saying I'm not successful now no. I, mean, I mean, look, let me tell you something, Scott. I make forty grand a year. That's more than you could possibly dream, all right I could own the whole country of Rhode Island if I wanted to <laughs> but oh no actually uh I I really don't know what the cutoff date is going to be. I mean, because you always, you always hear people hit. Roddy Dangerfield hit in his 50s. You know, uh, Larry the Cable Guy hit when he was 41. So it just depends on how far I want to go and how much ramen I'm willing to eat. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back in just a little bit with our headliner. But from now, a station ID. now we're back with our headliner, a legend in the biz. He's been known as a bad boy, very controversial, very hysterical, and he's down at the Riviera Hotel and Casino doing some stand-up comedy. Andrew Dice Clay, everyone. Hey,
3: thank you. So excited. Thank you for making it How's down it here. They, I made it within seconds. You did make it They actually seconds. threw a mic on me and actually threw me in the chair. I, I don't know if that was seen by the general population. <laughs> I'm over here trying America. to look at the camera and I see a wobbly chair going in. Yeah, this is just crazy the way you got up. It's like, you know, the way, you know, technology has ushered in like a whole new generation of no public, you know, etiquette.
1: Right. I understand that. There was no manners no manners whatsoever when you came. You
3: here. know, he's a celebrity no, no. for Christ's sake. No, I'm not even talking about him. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. I'm okay. talking about what's going on out there. You yeah. know, that everything is done like this now. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how, it's simple. This is unbelievable. I love this. Right. I love seeing me on screen. I look. Absolutely stunning today. I'm going to tell you right now. You know what I mean? I I know you're not a girl or anything, so you can't say it. If I were gay,
1: I would probably write a blog about it or something, you know, whatever. (laughs) I made it awkward for Andrew Dice Clay. Good.
3: No, I'm good. thinking, what would you write? <laughs> see, that's the genius of a comedy. I don't right. come on and do material. I go by what, what I'm throwing at. Good, good. You know what I mean?
1: Well, you know, speaking about being on screen, you're on Entourage now. Or you, you've been making. Well, the record. season's over. Right, but, right.
3: But it was really great. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm going to see uh, Adrian Grenier's coming into town tonight to do uh, to show paparazzi and come to my show later and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a great, it was, it was the shot that brought me back up. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're on a show
1: like that, does it like just usher in a whole new audience?
3: Yeah, I mean, their audience is, is a, a younger demographic, obviously, and they've been coming to my shows. I've started doing, you know, obviously I'm at the Riv here in Vegas, which I'm excited about mm-hmm. because, you know, the Riviera to me is, is old school Vegas. I mean, I'm talking about the showroom, the kind of booths, that people get to sit in the look of the room, the animal prints, uh, very old school, and I like that because a lot of the theaters today are more just theater seating, like going to a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I like where people could hang, drink, relax. You know, uh, do things under the table that aren't that nice. <laughs> right. You know, things like that. Right. You know, but I'm also doing things like Cyclone Stadium. You know, I mean that's what Entourage has done for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, is that the? Show I mean, you, I'll
3: be honest, right? I'll be honest. Uh, was it Joey? Yeah, fine. We'll just go with that. You know, nobody's. No, <laughs> it's Gooch yeah. Gooch. yeah, Gooch. Right. Oh, I, 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 literally, we, we is, just met, like yeah, right now. Met. I'm just there saying, there was no the pre-show. J- uh, what is the rating on this show? Like nine uh, stars. No, I mean, word-wise, like. Uh, like, is this XM, or is it terrestrial? Oh, it, it, it's
1: it's an internet internet television All right, show so it doesn't matter. I don't have to watch
3: my words okay, that Okay, there you go. B-Dice! No, what I'm saying is every fucking comic in this yes. town, you know, should basically go dark while I'm in town, because when you have a, a comic that is world-renowned, that has done the biggest things ever in history, if they were smart they'd be at my show studying mm-hmm. to see what made it that successful. Because I have had the biggest highs and the lowest lows in the business. You know what, what I mean? What some of the biggest highs? The biggest highs. I did, you know, 300 arena shows, more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 20,000 people a night. I mean, you know, at that time you had bands out there, you know, um, like Guns N' Roses, who I wound up doing the Rose Bowl with, which was 100,000 people. I mean, so, and then, so, you know, the lowest lows. I've gone through personal things. I've brought my children up. You know, I went through a bad divorce, but now I got my, my great little Chiquita, you know, Valerie, and I'm very happy again. But through the years, I had to bring my kids up, and that, to me, was more important than a career. Of course. You know what course. I mean? If you bring up shitty kids, you know, you, you haven't accomplished anything.
1: Right, right.
3: You know, so, but now I'm back in action. Now I'm back in swing. Well, speaking of your kids, your son is actually doing stand-up, right? Well, my son is, I have two openers this week, um, right? Uh, my son, he goes on the Max Silverstein. Uh, I love that, you know, he, you know, the beauty of Max is that he doesn't walk in my shadow. He doesn't try to be a dice type of persona on stage. He doesn't, he, he creates his own wave. That's what I call mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And he doesn't, and what other comics always tell me about him that know him, it's, they always talk about how, you know, he doesn't try to use your name to get into clubs, to work. He wants to do it on his own. That's how I brought both my boys up. And so he's one of my openers this week. And, but he doesn't open for me all the time. You know, this he's doing like as a favor to me because he's in L.A. most of the time doing two and three spots a night just to get better and mm-hmm. better on stage. So this is great for us. It's a great bonding thing. It's great. It's a great, it'll be a great memory, it's a great moment for us to work together. He also was on Entourage with me, you know, and that was really difficult for him because here he is going on a show where he's watching these guys for eight seasons, and now he's got to be in a scene with them, not just doing dialogue, but playing uh, the drums, which he's a great drummer. So I I could just, I can't even understand that kind of pressure for a young guy like Mm -hmm. that. But but he's holding up, he's doing, he's more than holding up, he's doing fantastic. What was it
1: like for you when you first saw him grab a microphone?
3: Well, you know what, at first he was a musician. First it was all about the drums, and him and his brother, you know, my other son Dylan, uh, had a band called L.A. Rocks. And my youngest son, who's only 17 now, was writing songs when he was 12 years old that was like adult rock, mm-hmm. like they wanted to be like a two-piece Guns N' Roses, you know, like a two-piece Led Zeppelin. They wanted to bring back that kind of rock, and the minute they started performing at places like the Whiskey in L.A., they were offered record deals. And my youngest son got, you know, a little overwhelmed, and I couldn't blame him, because I knew what fame was at thirty, and it's overwhelming. So. You know, he backed away from that and got more into sports and academics, and Max got into the stand-up world. So it, it was sort of a natural progression, because mm-hmm. Max always loved show business. Okay. And yeah. wait, my other act, wait, let me just tell oh. Eleanor Kerrigan, I mean, she's here, but I'm not bringing her on right now, you know, yeah, shut up, <laughs> shut up when I'm on TV. <laughs> no, you shut up, I'm, I'm on a television show. I am paying attention Talk to the Talk to man. Joey. But she's my other opening eye, Eleanor Kerrigan. And she is, I would say, the best female stand-up in the country. And when she started, I'm telling something right now. When, when she started doing opening for me, you know, because I do have rough crowds, you know, she, it was very difficult for her. And she just stuck with it and faced the crowds. And now she's, you know, just, she's the best. Right you know, it's tough enough for a guy to open for me, but for a girl, mm-hmm. come on, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? Got, it's funny, the, the voice off off camera.
1: <laughs> we got a chat question, Scott, what's going on? Yeah, Ari wants to know,
0: um, what's his, what's Dice's beauty What secret? kind of question? We have live chat. People are watching the show live right now. And uh, oh. <laughs> you look a little
3: surprised. <laughs> I, I thought, all right, I thought we would... I get it. not Fred Flintstone. I just, I don't follow the technologically world, like, that
0: much. But we've got a bunch of people watching this live right now. All right, so what does this guy need? And so Ari wants to know, he goes, uh, what's your beauty secret? You haven't aged a bit.
3: You know what? It's, it's, I don't know. I have no answer, you know. I just try to, to, to sort of stay in shape, to work out, you know, to keep as much hair on my head as possible, you know, um... Banging is great for weight loss. I understand you that. You know, my wife is a, a quarter century plus younger than me. You know, right, Valerie? Wouldn't you say that? She's around that, you know. But no, it's, it's a great workout. You know, you hit all the parts of the body when you're banging. Right. You know what I mean? You know, if, you, if you're on your toes, you're working the back of your legs, you're working your quads. You know, if she's on top, you got to hold her up there so it works the biceps, the triceps. You know, then if you're on top missionary, flat-footed, you know, it, it's almost like you're doing push-ups, so it's a great back workout. So I had no idea, it was like a total gym. They something like that. There are plenty of little piglets running around the strip, <laughs> you know, just, you know, these weekend warriors, right. you know, with a zebra skirt on going, you know, pound the meat, pound the meat. <laughs> you yeah, a yeah, 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 little fucking slob,
1: you know. I think that's Chuck Norris' secret to success as well. Just lots Well, of he, he
3: does that, I'm sure, but he also has that toy Oh yeah. that he's been the selling. Total the, the, the total gym. The total gym. But Chuck Norris is, you know, he's Chuck Norris. He does karate. <laughs> I love <laughs> Chuck Norris. Who
1: does it? We got another uh, chat question?
0: Yeah, Jeff wants to know. He just wanted to ask you about uh, The Apprentice and your desktop. Who's this guy now? Jeff, Jeff. Big fan of yours. Big fan. I
3: don't know. All right. Jeff wants What's to, know want to know about the appearance. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. I don't bake for nobody. You know, I've been asked that question a million times. And, you know, I told Donnie, I ain't no baker. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when I'm at home, my wife, you know, young and everything. She knows how to do everything. She could bake. She could yeah, everything. So, she does that. I've watched her make cookies and and, and muffins and things. You know, when I showed up and they gave like the task, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, now, you know, we got a commercial and there's a thousand, you know, cupcakes afterwards. Right, right. I didn't know I got to stay in the room like some fucking jerk off, (laughs) you know, and sweat my ball. I'm no baker. I never, I didn't show up going, oh, let's go in a room and bake. Number one, the room was small. I didn't want to be confined. Right. It's one of the reasons I never got a real job. I can't stay in one place for a long time. Even when I was in school, I used to walk around the classroom. That the teacher would call my mother and go, he, he doesn't sit down. My mother said, can't you see he's fucking bored? Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe if you had a little more fucking personality, maybe he would sit there. Personality, maybe he'd sit there and listen to what you got to say. Chick didn't even show off a titch. you know, she was all covered up. You know, I'm in the third grade, popping woodies over there. Give me something to fucking look at. You know, I, how long am I going to sit? I'll come to school. I'll stay for... Three, four hours if you want, but give me something to look at. So when Donnie told me to bake, you know, I'm like, "What, what are you at? Tell your wife to come in here and bake the fucking uh, cupcakes and donuts. I ain't no stepping fucking fetching for nobody. You're fired. Thank you. I don't like getting up five thirty <laughs> right. in the morning anyway. <laughs> I think I got morning. You don't want to whack my bag talking to my wife with Skype and a phone, and you know, what am I going to do? I got no time for this baking. You don't want what's on my hands in your dough. (laughs) I'll put it to you that way. (laughs) Fucking Donnie. He went so crazy, he tried to run for president. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking nuts. Remember, he came to Vegas. He did like a speech like, we're going to tax the fucking Bangkok people, whatever he was saying. I go fucking Donnie's putting together a show now. Now, now you're talking, because he started like doing like parts of my act for an audience. Oh man, you were making my job so
1: much easier right <laughs> now, dude. Well, it's not you; it's this guy fucking uh, Joey on Chad. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you too. Uh, I mean, because the thing, like,
3: obviously, why do they call it Chad?
1: Chat. What? Chat.
3: Eleanor? Chat. chat what? Live chat. Open your ears. Open your ears. <laughs> You know, one thing I
1: wanted to ask you, though, is, like, obviously, he asked the question because it was kind of controversial what happened on The Apprentice and everything. Why would
3: that be controversial? No, I mean, the fact that you, that did, this you this did this to the boss industry. is
1: great. It's, you, did, you did exactly what everybody wanted to do, and that's what you could of I made a career out of, I wasn't doing that. The guy should have
3: known. I'm a stand-up, you know? I'm mm-hmm. a comic. Uh, you but, know, but everybody I'm, else, I'm, shit, Meatloaf was, was out there cooking. Meatloaf yeah, was out there cooking. You know, well, well, I think mean, of his name. Meat oh, meat. oh I,
1: got, I forgot. I should have. You know I did a mean, piece of the game. He should
3: be cooking. Kerry Busey I'm dice. You're cooking. <laughs> I'm dice. I'm in Vegas doing shows. That makes sense. Of course. You don't fly me into New York to, to to give a tray of cookies to some you know person. But, but I was going to ask you it's though. Like, what I do? I got you know my wife.
1: But that's the thing. Like controversy surrounds you. I know it's a it's a crazy. Thing. Do you think it's that's been, part of the reason but, why you're such a big deal? Because let's face it, well, you, I mean, you've done this to you've done this to so many people. That's kind of what makes you a legend.
3: You know, you know what it is. My, my own attorney, who's gone through a couple breakdowns because of me, you know, <laughs> always ta- And he's handled some of the biggest rock stars ever, like my, Marilyn Manson, people like that. And he goes, "You you lived the craziest life." I've ever seen. And you're not a drug addict, you're not a drunk, but yet your life is insane. And I've handled the biggest rock stars, and it's not as insane. It's just what goes on. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, you know, I'm the type of person you can't just tell me what to do. I mean, I've walked away from series in my careers. I made deals years ago with, uh, like, this producer that they were, the fuck, uh, fucking taxi. He produced Taxi, he produced Dear John, and I made a deal with ABC years ago, and this guy wanted to produce it, you know, and, you know, back then, the producers of these TV shows, they were like taskmasters, Mm -hmm. you know, they really wanted to push your buttons, really boss you around, and this guy was showing up on the set of Ford Fairlane, and Joel Silver, who was producing that movie, I'd I'd have to come over and go, do me a favor, Joel, get rid of this guy, you know, Tony, get out of here, you know. Mm And he'd be like, "It's Ed Weinberger, you know. You'd, you know, get out of here, right. you know." And I'm going, "Yeah, but I'm here doing a movie. I don't want you to be bothered." But they like, they would be on their actors like very heavily instead of like, like when I did Entourage, it, it was like, I was expecting to get destroyed because I know what, what producers are and the the great from the greatest cast to the greatest show runners to the greatest show creator, just laid back. If you switch your word here and there, they don't come over going, That's not what I fucking wrote on the page. And I'm not the type of guy you could do that to. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you do that to me, you know, I go fucking berserk. Right. And I just don't stand for it. And I won't stand for it. Not from you, not from anybody. It's just who I am as a human being. So that's so I walked away from a show where they uh, you know, this was when my career took off like in eighty eight. It was like Fifty thousand dollars a week, just to start mm-hmm. that by the end of the first season, I was going to get a quarter million an episode, which was unheard of back then. I mean the biggest back then would have been Roseanne, who got thirty five grand to start you know, and you know I was calling my father who like ran my business, you know, even though I had big management Sandy gallon and you know I was with uh, David Geffen and Barry Diller at that time, that was like the crew I was with doing everything, and my my you know, I would come to my father and go, You gotta get me out of the series. I go, This guy's gonna put me in a psychiatrist chair for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I said, and I and, and and I don't need all the money in the world. It was never about that of course you want to make money, but you know, some people need it all. You know what I mean? They, they they don't they can't stop it. There's another dollar on the table. I was more about accomplishment, wanting to really do something special with my life, more special than any comic ever because when I started in comedy, but it was really... by that really, time,
1: you did do a lot of special things. I mean, you became a hero to a lot of people.
3: Well, well, that was the thing. When I started in comedy and I would watch comics... See, most comics bore me to fucking tears, okay? Not that they're not funny. They're funny guys, but they know zero about performance. And I didn't grow up that way. I grew up as a drummer. I grew up watching everybody from, you know, big personality. You know, Elvis Presley to Muhammad Ali to you know movie stars like Stallone and Travolta back then and when i i wanted to become an actor so when i would see these comics on stage i'm going they're funny but there's nothing going on mm-hmm. you know cuz back then the comics were more like opening acts you know and so i said if i'm going to do this i want to create something for people that they never saw as a comic and that's how dice happened mm-hmm. you know i put what what i felt should be on stage the the kind of image the kind of look and you know, and it worked bigger than anybody because it is a rock star. Mm-hmm. You
1: definitely brought that to the, to the forefront. Definitely. On so,
3: once again, how do you put me in a room to bake fucking, uh, you know? <laughs> exactly. Apple, it apple it all comes pie. back down to cooking. You know Fucking I mean? Trump. You know, no, I, I love Donnie, but you don't put me in a room to bake. <laughs> right. Let everybody else do the fucking baking. You know what I mean? Or let Tommy G. Tommy Green, he's one of my best friends in the world, but he don't mind fucking baking. Right. He's fucking nuts. He'll do anything. So I told Tommy, just move quicker and double up and like make my donuts for me. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I was
1: like, the thing is, is like, just like I said, though, like you're such a hero to some of these comics, and because you've told, because you've done things your well, way. Well, the newer
3: and generation
1: understands
3: that and respects that.
1: But the problem is, though, is if if, if a younger comic does things the way you did it, a lot of times they're gonna have a lot of doors slammed slammed in their face, and they're gonna say this. They're gonna go, "Who do you think you are, Andrew Dice Clay?" Like, well, well, well the thing is, it, to came, how to it do came
3: natural to me mm-hmm. to perform the way I perform and to be the way I am, because I, I do love. Like, I live in L.A. and I love L.A., but I'm really happy I'm from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I grew up. So unless you have the chemistry that's in my body from the parents that, you know, had me, you know, you can't just be somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you could you could learn from that performer. Like, you know, I learned from guys like Elvis. I learned about image. But, you know, I wasn't learning from comics. So if I influence other comics, that's a great thing. Okay. Because maybe I won't be bored watching them now. Right. We got another chat question? I mean, that's not not one fucking comic on the strip. If I was here, you know, like, just not even performing, there's not one worth seeing at all. You know, other than Carrot Top, who plays with toys, which I like. Right, right. You know, I always loved toys as a kid and carrots. But he's a performer, he's entertaining. Right, right. But other than that, you know, a lot of guys just what do you want to see a guy mic. fucking jerk a puppet off or something? You know, yeah. what, <laughs> are you, what are you talking about over here? You know? You want to levitate a bull, 90 feet, old, like what happened with uh, Siegfried and Eddie that time? <laughs> right, Remember right. Yeah. When the tiger, like, uh, ate a part of him, whatever. That's the way to close. But, I mean, but, that right there, I think a closer to having a tiger
1: chew on your neck, I mean, is but, there a dice the closer thing? that can what, top what that? What
3: bothered me, see, this is why I'm the kind of comic I am. What bothered me was how people were like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Anybody ever bought a ticket to see that show was thinking, maybe tonight's the night. (laughs) Exactly. You know, if you're going to come out and bang a tiger over the head with a stick every night, sooner or later, there's going to be a fucking problem. (laughs) See, years ago, a guy could come out and pull a kerchief out of his sleeve, you know, and it was funny. Today, unless you levitate a bull 30 feet off the ground and whack its bag into some slob's fucking face in the front row, you know, nobody cares. Everybody feels like they out the of a it was a bunny rabbit, Gooch. It was a bunny rabbit. Oh, look at the fucking bunny. They throw it on the fucking floor. That's the end of the story. Today, it's bulls and midgets being pulled out of people's assholes. Come on. what are you? Get out of here. We got another chat question. Yes, we do. First of all, on behalf of the... What does Chad st- want again? I, I,
0: on behalf of the strip, we're sorry. We have no good comedians here. <laughs> Troy wants to know, after the That's break... That's their
3: fault! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. After the break that Dice took, was it hard to get back into the rhythm of stand-up, and did you write new material during that break?
3: Oh, my God. Who is this fucking idiot <laughs> It's not like... It's not like when... when when I wasn't like going for publicity and all those things, it's not like I still didn't perform. Mm-hmm. I just performed in small places, but always worked on my act. I kept it current. Uh, I even wrote a book. You know, I did prepare for a resurgence. You know, I just wasn't out there publicly with, you know, having managers and publicists and agents pushing me. You know, and that started about two years ago with uh, Donny. Mm-hmm. You know, when he called about the, uh, the game show, whatever. <laughs> we
0: got another chat question. CTS, yeah, I'm always afraid to ask a chat question. I've never. Don't been afraid. be afraid. I do you hey. know who this
3: guy is? Uh,
0: this is another person online. Uh, he, he saw Dice two days after you got kicked off of MTV. Uh, he wants to know, if do you have any new
3: nursery rhymes? You know what? I, I've done things where I've done new nursery rhymes, but the bottom line is the fans, I have a lot of new material. But as far as the nursery rhymes, they love. That's like the hits. You, you know? really are the
1: only comic out there that can say a joke and have the audience finish it and have the audience be
3: happy. Well, well, that's the whole thing. They love very doing rock those star. Poems. Yeah, they love doing the poems with me, like you know, when when you're singing along like to Sister Christian, which to me is one of the greatest songs ever written in history. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there have been millions of songs, but Sister Christian, Motoring. that's a fucking that's song a and song, a half. That's a great right? You know, so when I do the poems, <laughs> Max will love that, by the way, my son, because that's his favorite song. But when I do the, uh, the Mother Goose stuff, they want to do it with me, so it's really not about adding new, you know, Mother Goose things. Right. You know, I've actually tried that, you know, and they like them, but it's not like they know them to do them. hmm
1: and that's only—it's—it's it's only like what, maybe like five, five minutes of your your final. close the Yeah,
3: I'll close the show with that. And and they do them with me, whether they're 18 years old or 50 years old. They just love doing them. Like, and I and I like doing it with them. Right. You know, it's almost like we're all fucking together. <laughs> right. Exactly. With no condom. It's like an orgy of poems.
0: <laughs> we got another check. I, I need your advice on this. Uh, a bunch of people. How in I the chat great, I think no, you look no, serious.
3: <laughs> I don't want to wear the leather. You know, and I asked my wife, and she goes, babe, you're just so fucking sexy, you know, that she, she loved it. Hey, you already said, hey. Because it's like 215 degrees out. Oh, I you don't want right? to wear that jacket. at 215 I mean? degrees, yeah.
1: you know? Quarter of a century. So, wow, so let's I talk about that. Quarter of a century, you just said. A quarter of a century <laughs> Qu- young, yeah. younger than you. Yes. Did you see her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's very pretty. Well, like, like, I saw her real quick. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Dice pretty. is here. Everybody shut up.
3: No, but why would you even look at her that
1: way? No. It's not uh,
3: respectful.
1: No, no. I, did, I said, it was real, glam, real glams. Okay, done. What do you mean, glimps? Like glimpse. a little sneak peek? No, no, just saying, hey, who's that? Oh, who's the girl sitting next to Dice? Could be his taxi driver, could be his limo driver. Wasn't exactly sure.
3: I just oh, had to check. Oh, so you, you, you want to tell me that you thought my wife is the limo driver? No, no, not at all. I Did didn't know. Skirt I actually she's thought wearing? Todd was
1: the limo driver. No, no, I sure no, <laughs> that. So
3: you're trying to bullshit me now. You're trying to tell me my wife's the fucking driver. No, no, saying.
1: no. I was just wondering who was the entourage that walked in with uh, Andrew Dice Clay?
3: Shut up. Shut <laughs> your mouth when I'm talking to him. I like all right, I'm so, uh, for, oh, thank you. So what were you saying? I was just saying, though, you... Oh, been, about a quarter century. Yeah. 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 What about it? How did you manage it? But you didn't mean nothing by that. No, it, I didn't mean truth. nothing by that. What? No, I mean, you're a good guy. I mean, I'm not going to do nothing. I, you right, know, right, I don't get course. physical <laughs> unless somebody attacks me. That's how I No, am. no. Because good behavior never came naturally. I me. understand you know that. that. You know what i, I I'm understand saying? that. But you're a good guy, and if you're just saying, oh, I think your wife is hot, like, I could appreciate that. Oh, no, no. no.
1: Saying, say, if I say, hey, your wife is hot, I, to me, think that is disrespectful. Well, you know what happened? Is that is that the same disrespect? Yeah, no, that's a little
3: different. See, my friend, this guy, then in front of this Bruce, right? She comes out of the car and she's wearing like these workout pants. They were like hot pink with some studs on them, you know, because she's like Latina. So they right. do that shit. You know, they you know you know how they are with the colors, they're fucking hell, you gotta get one. I gotta tell you that right, right. now. <laughs> I'm just, just go gonna, down to I, the dealership? If is? she left me, I could never go with anything but latina that I'd be done. Right. You know what? I, I would just be finished. It's like there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> there's just nowhere else to go. That's how, how insane I am about Oh that. man. But the thing is so my friend when she when she walked he, she came out of the car and he goes, "Oh, you know, uh, you, those pants are hot." Now I don't say nothing. I don't want her to think I get crazy. Right? Now she leaves and I look at him. And I go, "What did that mean?" You know, like why would you say the mm-hmm. pants? What is that actually saying? You know? It's going, nothing. But what does that fucking mean? Right, right. You know? Are, are you saying right to my wife in front of me that you want to fucking bang my wife? Because right. I would have caved this fucking head in with an anvil if I thought that. You understand? You, I understand. There's that. no barriers today. There's no boundaries. People cross the boundaries. I don't like that. Obviously, me and you had a little misconception. And, <laughs> you know, we're past that now. We're past that. Because you explained the difference between... Pretty, but he said hot. See, hot the is pants different. Pants hot.
1: Hot is different. Now that's I'm letting thinking someone about. It. I'm know. actually
3: getting mad at him again. Thinking about. It. <laughs> <that> you know, <laughs> the fuck with the water. Who asked for water? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just. You're a good guy. I don't mean nothing. Forget about it. Yeah, right. well, we went through that.
1: Well, that's good because we got to get ready to wrap up the show here. I want to thank you very much for stopping by. What well, was the silence. question, The question was, hey. The, the I mean, difference in age. The difference in age. The difference in age. I mean, I is mean that, that's got to be... I mean, honestly, every single rock star, every single super famous person can land a hot per girl that's, like, well, way that, younger. That's, that's
3: part of the benefit. Right. But the beauty of it is is that she didn't even know who the fuck I was when I met her. Her friend... She thought you were her the limo friend, driver. She was, she was with her, her, her friend. Uh, her name's Rio Warner. She's actually a, a big designer with... Uh, 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 David Schmidt. No, What's his name? <laughs> no, no, but it's a, they do a line called, no, your line called Beauty is Pain. Called beauty is pain okay? And um, so my wife is partners with her girlfriend in this Beauty is Pain, right? So I, her friend knew exactly who I was, but she had no knowledge of what I do. You know, so it was just that instant attraction, and then we got along fantastic, and you know, if anything, the age bothered me more than her, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, but you know what, I explained to her, you know, I've gone with girls, you know, 25, I've gone with girls 50, you know, if they're dumb when they're 25, they're dumb when they're 50, but if, right. if they're smart when they're 25, they're smart when they're 50, I mean, so it's all about who the person is, and I'm not the brightest guy in the world either, Right. so, you know, it's not like I was out there looking for fucking rocket scientists, right, right. you know what I mean? I mean, you could tell that by talking to me, right? No, actually, I was pretty impressed. with No, no, the I'm not dumb. No, I'm not you saying know, dumb. I'm not saying I'm dumb. <laughs> okay. You're intelligent? Not saying,
1: what's that? Are you saying? Are you? Are you asking if I think you're intelligent? I'm, I am totally I fucking know. lost right I now. I am
3: intelligent. We got another chat question. I am no. intelligent. <laughs> exactly. a lot of things. No.
1: Actually, we got to get ready to wrap up the show. But, Dice, right. thank you very much for stopping thank by you. Awkward
3: Dude, You're a good Super guy. Hard. You thank know you I love Thank you
1: very much. And we'll be back next Friday, new time, 1 o'clock, right here on the VegasVideoNetwork.com. And don't forget to email, email us at awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. And catch the replays on VegasVideoNetwork.com, iTunes, my YouTube, Roku. <laughs> With the and don't forget that Andrew Dice Clay is going to be down at the Riviera doing some live stand-up comedy. And if you're a comic that's performing on the strip, You should go watch and learn. Sorry. Thank you. We'll see you guys next Twitter, week. Twitter.
3: Wait, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, the Real Dice Clay. Now I see my wife is smart. She got me Twittering. The Real Dice Clay on Twitter. You could write something to me, then I write something back, and we, you know, that's what it happens. <laughs> right. That's what it's all about. Tweet, tweet my balls. <laughs> well, thank you very much, brother. Thank, thank you very you. much for it. Down
1: at the Riviera Hotel thank Casino, you. Andrew Dice Clay. We'll see you guys next week.